on digital radio, on the app, on your smart speaker, on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and Facebook. The Sportscast. Football in January. The Jersey Boys Sports Talk presented by The Sportscast. The Jersey Boys Sports Talk with Victor Orocho and Byron Jones. And here's your host, Victor Orocho. Live out of Miami, Fort Lauderdale and Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the Jersey Boys Sports Talk hosted by Byron Jones and Victor Orocho brought to you by The Sportscast. Today's January 25th, 2024. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Sportscast on all your channels, YouTube, Twitter, Spotify, iTunes. And if you're on iTunes or you can go to Spotify, go to Jersey Boy Sports Talk. You'll see our picture that's behind me. Click it. Please leave us a rating. It'll help us out tremendously. Also, if you like what you see, smash that like button on YouTube and subscribe to the Sportscast. We have several shows going on during the week. Jersey Boy Sportscast is, Sports Talk is every Thursday at 8 p.m. We are streaming live. You can see past shows and a lot of data that we put together throughout the season, um, mostly on the NFC East, playoffs, draft picks, coaches all over. Let's get ready to rumble. Mr. Byron Jones, how are you going today? Oh, I'm wonderful. We have a, a heat wave going on around here. 60 degrees. Woo-wee. Oh, really? It's still pretty chilly here. Yeah, we went from 9,000 feet of snow. All the snow is melted. You know, when I was up in the Poconos, it was like uh, it was a foot before I got there. Then another eight inches the one day. Then another six the next day. And now all of a sudden, all the stuff is gone. Oh my God, that's crazy! I don't, I don't, I can't say I miss that at all. I don't, I don't, I don't miss it. I, you know, it's nice when it snows that day, and then that's it. <laughs> then it's over. Then it's over. And then here, here, like I'll go out with a hoodie because it's windy. Because I'm close to the water, it's windy and it's a little chilly. And then I'll go out and it's like it's hot. I got to take it off and put it and wrap it around my waist, you know. So anyhow, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, so I'm going to just go real quick what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the, the, the playoff games. I believe we have some guests joining us today. Um, we're going to talk about the, the, the playoff games, and we're going to talk about um, some of the coaches that have been hired. And then a defensive coach that went to Eagles, obviously, because we talk NFC East. We still haven't heard anything from the Giants. So let's uh, get started right into the show. All right. The divisional rounds, the Texans versus the Ravens. All right, Byron, I'll give you the first round. What do you got? Well, of course, I went for, you know, the Texans, you know, figuring that, you know, the young boys, you know, that they would be able to pull off, uh, you know, a mild upset. But I was uh, sorely wrong. Uh, the Ravens are a lot better than I thought they were defensively and offensively, you know, they're the uh, most complete team. You know, they got the MVP, Lamar Jackson, you know, a quarterback. They got receivers. They got running game, and they just loaded. Uh, and uh, I was one of those uh, non-believers, but they made me a believer now. Wow. Um, I, you know, I was always a believer, meaning like later in the season, right? <laughs> Number one, once they started pounding their way through the teams that they played, 
Hey, we got somebody coming to jump on Joe. Oh, a Joe bag of donuts. Awesome. Welcome to the Jersey Boy Starts Sports Talk, Mr. Joey. How are you? I am good. How are you? Awesome. We just started off with the with the playoffs. So we're gonna go through the playoffs and then we're gonna playoffs. go through some yeah, then we're gonna go through some of the coaching changes. So Byron was just making a comment regarding that he was um he uh picked the upset and he didn't realize how good or he didn't think they were as good as, as they thought and now i was going and i was just telling him that based on how they played these like at towards the end of the season and they're just like plowing through teams really good teams i mean that's a good team i mean it, it you know we talked last week about does lamar need a super bowl to cement his legacy and everyone on the panel agreed um and i think he's got a great shot at it you know, I, um, I, they did well. What are your thoughts on the game? And I'll go over some of the stats, Joey. About Kansas City. Uh, but what about the, no, the Texans? Texans Ravens. Oh yeah, the Ravens are just they they look unstoppable right now. Um, and the Texans they had a great year. They overachieved. C.J. Stroud looks amazing. They look like a team with a lot of promise. They went far, but the Ravens are just firing on all cylinders. I don't know how you stop them. They could run. They could pass. They have a great defense. They have it all. And, yeah, Lamar does need – he needs to at least reach a Super Bowl for that next step. He's going to win the MVP, and he's a, he'll be a two-time MVP. And I'll bet if you look, every – Every uh, player that's won the MVP at least once has has probably gone to uh, at least two times has gone to uh, be, in, be in the Hall of Fame. So he's well on his way, but he needs to, to at least be in Super Bowls to be considered for that. Yeah. And I don't think he's made it to a Super Bowl yet, correct? No. Nope. 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 Also, you know, getting there is the first step, right? So uh, without any mishaps, they look strong. You know, um, they're, they're a team that, remember, Byron, we never get a chance to. And, we got to try to get back to it because you did some of that work. They're a team that rested, you know, rested their teams. They had two weeks off, right? And last time they did that, they looked rusty. They don't look rusty right now. No. The only thing that they that happened in that game is that Marlon Humphrey, they're, you know, they're probably their best corner didn't play the last game. So he'll be available for this one, you know, hopefully. And that's mm -hmm. just one more, you know, uh, little thing for them. Okay, well, let me give you some numbers here. So total yards, and, and again, I agree with you. I echo your comments on on CJ Stroud. Um, very happy. I like I like that uh, I like that kid. I think he's going to be a great quarterback. Finally, he broke the Ohio State curse, right? So you know, pray that everything he stays healthy. So you know, I think the coach did a phenomenal job. So so you know, not to take anything away from the Texans, you know, they were playing against a tough Ravens team that beat up on a lot of good teams, and um, but the Ravens just look. They look really, really, really good. Here's the numbers. Totaled yards, 352 Ravens to 213. I mean, that's a significant difference. Passing yards. Look at this. Passing yards, C.J. Stroud, 175. Um, Lamar, 123. But rushing yards, 229 yards for the Ravens, only 38. That's a pretty good defense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. The yards per play were, were pretty close. 22 first downs to 10. That is a yeah. tough, tough, tough defense. 
third down efficiency was the same. Uh, fourth down was two for two. The Ravens ran 20 more plays than the Texans, 67 to 47. <laughs> so that's going to probably go into the time of possession, right? And they had the ball oh, 37 minutes and 35 seconds to 22-25. They literally had the ball for an entire quarter. Oh. Penalties, 70 yards and penalties for the Texans. I mean, you just killed yourself even worse, right? So you had 70 on top of the yards of offense. I mean, they just they, you were not in that game. What are your thoughts on on that their the defensive play, um, Byron, and the time of possession? No, if you're running the ball, you no, know, and they got over 200 yards running, you know, uh, rushing, is that uh, you're gonna control the clock? They control the clock. They control, you know, the whole tempo of the game on both sides of the ball. You know, uh, you know, we always talk about offensive lines, and trust me, they have one of the better ones, and they do have an ex giant. Is one of the uh, one of the start guards, Zeitler. Kevin is one of the guards for you know, when the Giants uh, traded OBJ and that whole other debacle. But uh, yeah, you know, as long as you can rub the ball, keep the ball away from the other team, and you know, play suffocating defense, which they do, they're going to win every time. Mm -hmm. Joey, what's that? What's that? What are your thoughts on like you know, twenty something more plays, a whole quarter of possession, um, uh, you know, uh, twenty two first downs to only ten. They, you know, that defense. What? I mean, th th their defense and offense, they're balanced. Yeah, at first uh, the Texans kind of uh, they kept it close in the in the beginning. I think they they surprised the Ravens a little bit, but then after halftime they made adjustments. Says, oh, we see what you're doing, and we'll and, and they just adjusted to it and they dominated the second half. Uh, yeah, I mean I've I've said this the last time I was on here. I said the only teams that could stop the Ravens are the Browns and the Steelers because they're used to them, and now <laughs> the Browns and the Steelers are gone. So I I think. I think they have a path to the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be an interesting game, but I think they're going to beat the Chiefs. Now, you're going to see a theme here because, Byron, Byron, you notice over the last several weeks, um, you know, Santag used to get get on me because I used to get on him about stats when I used to go on some of his shows. But he used to bring up stats like, you know, this guy had 40 yards rushing. Like, okay, why are you even bringing that stat up? <laughs> You know, like, you know, it's, it's an insignificant stat. But the reason why I'm bringing stats is because <clears throat> what I've been doing, Joey, I don't know if you've been hearing the show over the last couple of weeks, but I could show you probably in the past, in the past playoff games where I, I, I think when the Bills, they had the, the Bills had the ball for, you know, a significant amount of time and one of the, and they lost or one of the teams dominated the time of possession and still lost the game. Right. Which goes to show that if you don't put the ball in the end zone, just because you're having long drives, you better put the ball in the end zone. Right. It's playoff time. You need three points. You need six points, you know, seven points. So it, it, you're going to see in the other games that that this stat sheet that I just stated, if I told you that you would have told me, oh, that game was probably a blowout. Is that a fair statement? Now we're gonna you could look at yeah, you could look at yeah. you could look at certain stats and say yeah, this is this <laughs> this team dominated and, and the stats for the uh, the Ravens game definitely showed that. What were you gonna say, Byron? No. Right okay. Ahead. All right. So let's go. Let's go to okay. So that game is done. Let, let's go back. 
All right, which what you want to go next to? Let's go Packers 49ers, which is another. Let's go because uh, I want to go to Packers 49ers because you have J- uh, Jordan Love and CJ Stroud, right? And we'll go to that game. Uh, Joey, what did you think about that game? The the, uh, the Packers are a lot like the Texans. Nobody expected much from them, and they definitely overachieved. You know, there's the big, oh, is Jordan Love the guy? Boy, in the second half of the season, boy, Jordan Love showed that he is the guy. Looks like he's just going to continue right on from Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. So the, the Packers have a bright future. Um, the, the 49ers, I, I, I think they're really strong, not as strong as the Ravens. But, uh, you know, there was was one of those things where if the Packers played a perfect game, they would have won. But they didn't play a perfect game. They – they left some plays out there and, and eventually the, the 49ers won, but they, but you know, kudos to the Packers. They, they had a great season. Byron. Yeah. Like with the Packers, they proved one thing that you can run the ball on the 49ers. They did run the ball very well, you know, on them when they did. And for some reason, I don't know why they, you know, got away from it. You know, maybe they should have ran a little bit more instead of doing some of the things, you know, that they did. But, you know, Jordan left, you know, he, he played a lot better, you know, than I thought he would. Uh, I think I picked them too, again. And, uh, <laughs> over to and uh you know he he has a bright future you know he's he proved that you know they did get away from Aaron Rodgers and you know that he you know he's going to be the guy there hopefully for a long time you you have to give that Packers organization credit because I was questioning Matt LaFleur right um but they're literally repeating exactly where they left off with Brett Favre that model seems to work for them. And this team is scary because they're all, I believe, under 30 years old. 25 years, 25.8 years, months, whatever, 25.8 or something like that. The youngest team. And they had all kinds of dead cap space from getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. So they're going to have a whole lot more uh, cap space next year. That's going to yeah, be a scary team. Yeah, but they're really not one of those teams that, like, you know, they did like Reggie White back in the day. And they really don't go after, like, you know, the, the big name guys that are you know, usually available. Or, uh, yeah, but, yeah, but that's you can't say, you know, I don't you can't really say that because they're all young. It's like, you know, um, you know, it's not until till they become stars, then all of a sudden they're like, oh, my God, you have all these great players. It's like Jimmy Johnson said that one time, you know, he goes, well, when you win, now all these guys are are names, but you didn't know my linemen before. You didn't know all these guys before, right? So the fact that they're all young, you can, you may find the Reggie White out of there. You don't know. You may find someone out of there. We don't know yet, but that's yeah, a but young they- that's a but, really, really young team yeah, but, with a quarterback that has 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 health because he hasn't played. He's learned under one of the best, right? So that team's going to oh, grow. You know what I mean? I'll, I don't know about if he learned under the best because he probably just watched him because I'm sure Aaron Rodgers probably really helped this guy a lot. Yeah, but, you know, I, I think that just being around great players, right. And watching how they prepare and how they're doing the stuff and you know what they do. I think that he, he, maybe he didn't get full throttled, you know, tutelage, but I will Why? tell you, he's going to learn. I tell you, he's definitely had to have learned something. And because you got to say the same thing about Aaron and Brett Favre. 
right? I mean, you know, they had to pick up something, right? And they have their own style. The beauty about them is they're playing their game. They're not trying to mimic the other quarterback. Does that make sense? So so let me show you the stats here again. But the 49ers, you know, Joe, you said they made – they got away from a few things, either Joe or, or – uh, Byron, but the 49ers almost hurt themselves in the foot. They had 83 yards in, in penalties versus five on gold. Look how disciplined the Packers were. They had five, one penalty for five yards the whole game. The 49ers had six for 83. You know, that hurts you. Now, look at here's the numbers real quick so you can see it's a 24 21 game, right? Total yards, 49ers, 356, 330 to Packers. Passing, 245 to the 49ers, 194 um, for the uh, Packers. 136 rushing for the Packers, 111 for the uh, um, 49ers. They both average like 5.3, 5.6. First downs, 20 to 19. I mean, this game was pretty much even everywhere except in two places. The 49ers punted four times versus the Packers once. And the penalties, they had 83 yards and penalties to five. Right. And that and that, you know, made the you know made the game a little bit closer, but I'm not gonna take anything away from the Packers. I did pick the 49ers because I still, but I'm a little concerned. They don't seem as dominant as they once were. I don't know what's going on. Well, for one thing, they lost Debo Samuel, and we'll see if he, he plays oh, in yeah, this game. Right. Oh, but yeah. that's the thing about the 49ers is they have so many stars, and it's awesome. And when they're all healthy, then they're they're this wonderful juggernaut team. But once once one or two key players get hurt, like it, it's like the whole thing collapses, and it almost collapsed this time. So, yeah, and, and okay, you got to hand it to uh, the – you, you got to hand it to, to Brock Purdy. I don't like him, but in the fourth quarter, <laughs> they dominated, and, and they they came from behind. So you got to give him credit for that. I still don't like him. I think he's a fraud. I think one of these one of these next two <laughs> oh games is going to play out. But you got to give him credit. This game they did um, they did manage to come back from behind and and uh, and win. So credit to him this time. Uh, but, but I got I to answer that. I, I'm going to defend Brock Purdy. No, he is. There's no way you can say he's a fraud. Okay. Nah, yeah, yeah. Byron, you want to say, right, of course, Byron's going to say it, right? No, um, just, how is he a fraud? Look at his numbers in a playoff game that was close. And then he win, wins in, in, in the drive. He was two, 23 of 39 for 252 yards passing, one TD, no interceptions, no turnovers. He fraud. did his job. I mean that's that's impressive. He ran for 14 yards, right? How many games has he won? He passed. Look at he passed. Kittle had 81 yards. Uh, uh, Juwan Jennings 61. Uh, uh, Alou had 32. Christian McCaffrey had 30. Debo only had 24. Now you're right that if he doesn't have that, that's the difference with a Debo though, you know, because one of these other guys have to step up because the problem is is that Debo is not your normal wide receiver. I mean, he's the kind of guy you can give him the ball running. I mean, he's like a McCaffrey, just bigger as a wide receiver, right? He he, he fits into so many different elements of the game. That's why it's not like, well, you lost a receiver. You should be playing better. No, you lost Debo. <laughs> not everybody has a Debo, 
right? But Brock Purdy has won enough games that he should earn the right to get somebody's respect. Joey Byron. I mean, yeah, look, but, at okay, every, look at his record. Look at his record. How many how many games has he lost? Four, and he's won what, sixteen. And how many Super Bowls has he won? What? what? Well, he's only it's only his second year. <laughs> okay, then I'm, I'm thought up. Joe Bur- Burrow was in two years. Joe Burrow, he was in that Burrow was a first round draft pick. I don't care. I'm just telling you, he was drafted in the seventh round for a reason. There's a reason there every team passed on him six or seven times. Okay. It's not a coincidence. It's not an accident. Who's the greatest quarterback of all times? Tom Brady. Yeah, he got. He, what yeah, round did he get picked? What round? Uh, Even the Patriots passed what, him up ra- six times. What round did he get picked in? The sixth round. Six. Right. And when he got picked in the sixth round, did they have already a quarterback that they considered was their franchise quarterback? Drew Bledsoe. And was he making over $100 million? Uh, probably. probably. Okay. So, yeah, no, no, he was. Okay. So that, that, that is that you could say whatever you want. They just missed it. You know what I mean? And, and, and I'm of the belief that today that these quarterbacks are realizing that they have the opportunity to to get what I well you know what everybody calls the bag as backups and even third string quarterbacks, but you better be prepared. You better be ready when your time is called, because yeah, there's but- a lot we're get, we have a lot better backup quarterback play than we've ever had for you know the last three to four years than we did prior to that. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I guess so. He's a sister the quarterback. Man, I'm gonna throw that out there too. <laughs> Everybody calls him that. That's bullcrap. I well, agree. He, well, I agree. A lot you, of times he's thrown to wide open people. Why did you wide open. Trey Lance not make it? Why didn't he? Yeah. Okay. The difference between Trey Lance and Brock Purdy is Brock Purdy had a ton of experience in college football. He had a lot of experience and he has the brains. That's what you need in the Kyle Shanahan offense. That's why um, CJ Beathard and all those other Blake Bortles and whatever, all those other schmuck uh, 49ers uh, backups, they didn't do well because Brock Purdy has the brains. That's fine. Brock Purdy is very smart and he, and he could run that system, but can he do it? Can he, but it's yeah, does he have the physical tools? All Trey Lance had was, yeah, he's he looked pretty, he has he looked he had nice physical tools. I don't think he ever touched a football before he got drafted by the uh 49ers. Could, That's how little experience he had. No, he played the, he played his, his full senior year. They, they no, 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 they, they, it was during COVID. They only played like that was a COVID year, he only games. played like two COVID. games. He yeah. didn't play many games. Remember, yeah. they said that he was the smartest quarterback in the draft over Mac Ooh. Jones, uh, Trey Ooh. Lance, Trey Lance. Well, then they why said, didn't it work? I, I don't know. I'm just giving you what was – I'm just don't shoot the messenger. That's a fact. I, I don't know if it's through the logic test, whatever they test him on, that he was considered the smartest quarterback in 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 out of all the quarterbacks picked in the first round, number one. Number two, Joey, you just made a lot of good points of why Brock Purdy's doing so well with the 49ers, yet you told me all these other teams passed them up. Well, shame on them. 
Shame oh, on them. obviously, obviously he's, you know, everybody missed out on him and every, you know, if, if they knew he was going to be this good, they would have drafted him earlier. But my, my, my point is, okay, he's a good quarterback. He has achieved success, but he is on a team full of all-stars, full of probably all pros, all of their position at wide receiver and um, running back and um, offensive line. I don't think he would do that on another team. You put him on um, Carolina, he's not going to do as well. Nah. Yeah, but you know, I don't like I I don't ever like those comparisons because you know it's, it goes back then to well if you put Dan Marino on that 49ers team he would have won also you know what I mean they, they everyone wants to do the quarterback um, the quarterback if you put him on another team he may not you know th- there's got to be a point where you know if the system's just that good then there's no reason why a trade lance when it shouldn't have fell, fell into that or they couldn't have got somebody else. I, you know, I don't want to belabor this too much or too long. I, I like Brock Purdy. I'll give it to you. You don't have to agree on it, but his numbers, you know, are are, rel- are relatively good. I mean, he is. He's got a passer rating in two thousand twenty and two thousand twenty two of, of one hundred and seven. He's got a one this year to a one thirteen. Right. He's got forty four touchdowns to fifteen interceptions. Okay, he's got a completion rate of sixty-eight percent. I mean, he's balling. I mean, he's he's thrown for this year. He's thrown for forty-two hundred yards. He's got thirty-one and eleven interceptions, and those eleven, three of them, those uh, four interceptions came in one game. <laughs> so those okay. eleven, those four came in one game. You take those four away. What has he got? Seven. <laughs> I believe he's a finalist for MVP. That's how good of a season he's had. Okay, he has had a great season. Now, let's see if he could do it in the playoffs. Already did it one 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 game. Let's see if he could take him to the Super Bowl. Let's see if he could win a Super Bowl. That's my point. He has talent. Obviously, he's he's, you know, he has talent far exceeding what everybody thought, but let's see if he can get it done. Let's see if he could be finish that final hurdle and win a championship or even take him to a championship. That's what remains to be seen. And that's what I want to see. Yep. Um, I understand that. I, I I'll okay with that. I just disagree with you and Byron calling him a fraud. The guy for two years has played in the NFL and how many guys have bombed out <laughs> Zach Wilson. Uh, how many, how many NFL quarterbacks that you pick Byron that, that bombed, right? I mean, and, and, and come on, this. Only one. No, who? Zach Wilson. That was it. Zach Wilson. Okay, Zach. I got to get you on that. Says so Zach Wilson. Um, there's a lot of quarterbacks that that have have bombed out. Okay, we got Eric coming to the stage. Hold on a second. Eric, welcome to the Jersey Boy Sports Talk. What's up, fellas? We're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about. Okay, we're, we're going to move on on this one because we're moving. But we, a Brock Purdy. Uh, is he is he a fraud or he's not a fraud? I'm not saying he's elite or he's a superstar, but is he a fraud or is he a good player? I mean, look where he at. I mean, seventh round draft pick, right? Well, he was the last oh, guy. Pick oh, last guy pick. Forget yeah, last guy pick. <laughs> I mean, he just happened to fall on a good team. I mean, he he knew how to follow instructions uh, way better than uh, Jimmy G string. So, I mean. Yeah, he, he. I mean, he's a good player. Well, well, Jimmy G did well. Just Jimmy couldn't stay healthy. I mean, Brock Purdy didn't stay healthy last year, but he got him. They got him almost to the same point last last year too. So yeah. it's too. That's not a fluke. That's that's 
definitely not a fluke. If you got a, a team to the same uh, to the same point, and um, you're coming back from a major injury like that, and you still ain't getting paid, like you got to think about it. All the quarterbacks that's in the playoffs right now, they could go home and, and lay their head on the on the pillow and sleep fine. Brock okay. Purdy, he get he get hurt today or tomorrow. There's no guarantee that they're gonna give him a you know a contract worth worth having. So yeah, every quarterback yeah. in the playoffs has legacy money. Let's just yeah, it out. yeah, Brock, except Brock for Brock. Brock still Brock. you know he he still I think Brock the bus. I, yeah, I exactly. I think Brock Purdy's making like ten dollars an hour. He's making nine hundred thousand dollars, man. He's got he all right. He'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, but he's that's the best short term, right? Those guys, their contracts is, is already paying their great grandchildren. All right, I'll take short term right now. I would too, but it's it, you know, it's just a matter of time. And trust me, it can, it flies. Trust me. All right, let's keep going. I still think Brock Purdy is playing great football. Um, yes, he's up for MVP. I still Lamar. I think should win it hands down. Um, uh, unless unless McCaffrey comes out of the woodwork during the playoffs and does something any different. All right, let's get let's get to the next close game because the last game is the one I, that I'm really upset with. Bucks and Lions. All righty. So Byron, you know that's your Lions. Let me show you. Show them. Show them the shirt behind you. Ooh, who is that? Sue, my man. Ooh, okay. <laughs> All righty, so tell us about the game. What'd you think? Uh, they did exactly what I thought they were going to do, punch him in the mouth. Uh, Jamar uh, Gibbs, the running back, is the real deal. You know, They, they were a little better out of shape because they drafted him so high, but then he proved why he was such a high draft pick, another Alabama kid. Uh, the defense is kind of eh, you know, a little bit. It could be a little bit better than what it is, but as far as them running the ball, they can pass the ball as long as Jared uh, Goff uh, doesn't get spooked and get nervous back there, you know, he'll be fine. But I like what they did. They look very good, the Lions. Um, I think that I, I called you because their defense was suspect going into the playoffs, and they've been their defense has been playing pretty well in the playoffs, in my opinion. They've been playing, you know, they, they were playing enough to win, and they're playing good. De- I think they're playing pretty good defense. I'll go a little bit deeper into it. Joe? I'm so happy for the Lions. This is awesome. You you, you saw that 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 Detroit crowd just going crazy. Uh, you know they, they haven't had this this kind of you know haven't had a playoff game in 30 years. It's great to see. And yeah, they t- they took care of the Bucks. Hats off to the Bucks. Baker Mayfield, you know, balling. They could almost they almost came close to tying that game. Good for, good for the Bucks, but the the, the Lions. God, that yeah, they're they're looking good all over the place. It is very funny that people criticize their draft. But Jameer Gibbs, why'd you take him so so early? Because he's good. That's why. Like like there there's so many um, players from their draft that, that contributed this year. So so shut up with your little draft grades, you dorks. That, that is very true. They did they did make reference to the fact that that team was built on draft picks. Which is impressive, right? So they did a great job, great turnaround. Hats off to Detroit. Um, I did want to tell you that this is this one's for Eric since he's always bothering us on our age. Um, this is the first time Detroit's won back-to-back playoff games since the Eisenhower era. 
We're not that old. We're not that old. We're not that old. We like Ike. Yeah, yeah, we like Ike. Okay, so that's how, we're not that old, that's a, man. Come on, that's man. how long it's been since Detroit's won two playoff games in a row since Dwight Eisenhower was president. Okay. And Eric, that was probably in your history book somewhere. Long time. That's that's when John Unitas wrote his book. <laughs> so, anyways, that's how long how long it's been since Detroit uh, played that game. Uh, let me give you some stats, and then, Eric, I want you to go. Let me tell you, though, here's an example, again, of stat lines. The game was close, 31-23, but the Bucks had 408 yards. So, you know, Byron, I don't know where – you got to help me out where they punched them in the mouth so I'm clear, right? Um, they punched them on the fourth quarter. But, look, the Bucks had 408, y- 408 yards versus 391, right? It's not that much of a difference. Passing, 319 to 277 pretty close rushing Detroit had 114 versus 89. So you're talking about, you know, what, 24 more yards uh, yards per play was 6.8 on the bucks versus 5.5. Everything was pretty much even, you know, um, let me see if there's anything that stood out. The only thing is that Detroit had 11 more plays than they did. And the time of possession was only four minutes difference. Penalties were they were very disciplined. Eric, you know how we talk about penalties. Thirty-three yards for the Bucks, seventeen for Detroit, which wasn't bad. Fumbles lost, but I tell you what, the the defense for Detroit they had four sacks, and the Bucks had two. So that's showing that you know the Bucks the Bucks defense sacked sacked Baker four times. Eric, what are your thoughts on that game? I watched that game and. Um... I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, it was old school football. Um, Coach is right. He, they did punch him in their mouth, but it came, I'm going to say, like around, I'm going to say the third quarter going into the fourth. And the reason why I'm saying that is because uh, Mike Evans just kept dropping the ball, dude. Like every time they needed a big catch from him, he it was like, oh, Tom Brady ain't throwing it to me. I'm not catching that. Like that's what it seemed like. Like, And it, it was just like, yo, Mike, what's up? Like you don't want to catch the ball today or what? But then in the same in the same breath, he was doing the same thing against the Eagles. And I was just like, yo, we getting trash and he's still dropping the ball. What's up with him? Like, you don't want to be there. He's not following the script. Like, what's up? So all I know is um Detroit earned every every inch of of you know of what they've done as far as you like you said, it was 30 plus years that they haven't been to, you know, the playoffs. You know, they won the games back to back. Back to back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won back to back and, and they deserve every minute of it. Barry Sanders, all the fellas was there to see it. You know, yeah. the, the city was up, like I, everybody I, was up. I miss Barry Sanders. Joey, do you think they got punched in the mouth? Because I would disagree with that. The punching in the what mouth, the it was an four, even guys. game what until the, the, uh, in the fourth lost quarter. It was seventh game. It was tie the entire, every quarter. Are we talking about Detroit, tied. though? We talk about Detroit. I'm talking about Detroit and the Bucks. I don't think they punched them in the mouth. They punched I, them I, in the, the mouth. The punching, the happened at the, the end. The Ravens punched them. Punched the other. I ain't worried about that. Get off of that. We're we're not okay. on that one. Detroit didn't punch fight. them in the mouth. It was an even fight and until the, best the fourth team, quarter, and, and then the, the and then the Lions put them away. They yeah, put them away, and then the, yeah. and then the the, the I like uh, that. I like that better. I like that better. The the, the why, Bucks why had that late touchdown to make it close, they but, but punching them but, out. Can, can yeah, I use punching them out? Is it okay? 
Is it okay? No. He's punching no, because you. Well, I'm you using it. I don't care what you say. You can't you can't use it? It's, 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 it, there's, it, there's no relevance it, to it. Okay, so then you know what why? did the Ra- what did the Ravens do to that? To uh, I'm not talking about the Ravens. I'm worried no, about the Ravens. If, if you got punched in the mouth, well, I mean, move, you move know, along. We don't need. We don't need. Did a, you guys? Did y'all already talk about the Ravens game? Yeah, you guys yeah, already uh, yeah, yeah. Move along. Did you see that? Did you? I mean, before, did you see the talents that Lamar has? Compared to with Josh, I was like, yo, this dude is like a video game. It was actually sitting there like I was watching Madden. One was playing all Madden and one was just playing pro. Like, you you could just, I was like, yo, what the hell? Like, even though Josh is on normal difficulty. (laughs) I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I, I did not know he was. That, I knew he was fast, but I didn't know he was that fast. He's like, not only is he that fast, but he's just playing better quarterback, right? He he's looking more to pass than just to run, right? And they almost done. ran him out the city, though. What? Because he wouldn't sign that contract, and they lucky they they held on to him. Yeah, because his mom did his contract for him, right? Yeah, well, that's I, why. Yeah. That's because he didn't have an agent, yeah. so he didn't have somebody, you know, going behind and telling all these like insiders and doing PR for him. So he just had his mom. So that's why every, everybody was bad mouthing him, and 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 that whole situation got ugly. And yeah, they almost did lose him. He but. got paid, and his mom got paid, so he did what he needed. I Good. Think he did it. I'm happy for him. Uh, he did too. it right. He they punched their opponent in the mouth, Detroit. <laughs> Hey Vic, Vic, would you would you you would have took that chance? You would you would have took that chance and let your mom do your do your contract for you? Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah, because Lamar was probably really doing his contract, you know, because he he knew what he wanted, he knew he would get paid. I don't think I don't think these agents. There's a point when you're that good of a superstar that you know uh, the nitty gritty for the agent. Do, do you really think that he didn't have some attorney look at his stuff? You don't think, come on, Lamar's going to have access. He's got money. Someone's going to have it. What he's not doing is paying an agent one and a half, three percent of several hundred million dollars. That's the deal. Yeah, you keep it all in the family. I get it. I got you. That's right. No, it's not six percent. It's four to six. Yeah, well, but those those yeah. negotiations uh, get nasty. Unless, unless you want Drew your yeah. Rosenhaus. <laughs> That's how Drew Rosenhaus made his money by undercutting every agent. That's what he did. And then he also got fortunate to be here in Miami when Miami was in its run and he signed all the Miami players. So, you know, he got his run, but, but yeah, three, six, even six is a lot. I mean, whatever, three, 3% of a hundred something million dollars, the Marfa is look, you're going to pay me. So I think he did the right thing, you know, and Eric, when I let my mom, yes. Why? Because I would have probably been running the contract myself and my mom would get paid. Hmm. You know, I mean, if you listen to Shaq, Shaq's got all his family on payroll because they got to do stuff. That's how he pays them. Mm-hmm. It makes sure he takes care of the family. So good for him. But back to the Detroit game. I'm really happy for Detroit. I'm happy for the city of Detroit. I'm happy for Jared Goff because I always thought he was a good quarterback. Um, and um, just just everything. It's exciting to see them go and see if they can get see if they can go any farther. Now the next game is going to be proven different. All right, let's move along here. But this game, you see that the stat sheet is even. It shows you every quarter it was three to three, seven to seven, seven to seven, and then it was fourteen to six in the fourth quarter. Um, and then and then you know with with drop balls that doesn't that doesn't help the Bucks. I did pick Detroit though, so what? um. Yeah. What? I picked Detroit. You? Yeah. 
At the Detroit, well, yeah, I beat Detroit. I beat Detroit the first time, and I beat picked Detroit. Um, did I pick Detroit the first time? I'm not sure if I picked Detroit the first time, but I I think Detroit was a better team than the Bucks. I think the Bucks had to play over the top to beat them at that point. I'm not sure if I pricked them beforehand, but once they got to that game, I did pick Detroit. I'm three and one in the playoffs. This is this this the game that we're going to talk about now is the one that I lost, which. I want to hear you guys' opinion on it. Um, oh, that was the wrong game. Um, the Bills and the Chiefs. Okay. Oh, I've I vowed not to go against Patrick Mahomes, and I still went against Patrick Mahomes, and he beat me again. Okay, I'm telling you that. Bills organization, they need to fire that coach. They need to do something. I'm going to tell you where I feel that they lost that game besides be playing against Patrick Mahomes, okay? One, hats off to the Chiefs. Two, hats off to our boy Spags because Spags, the, the Bills were punching them in the mouth. They were running that ball <laughs> down the throat. Of the Chiefs. They were just running the ball. I'm going to show you the numbers. They were killing them. Spags adjusted. They couldn't run. But what I don't understand, in the games that I talk to you, Joe, you've heard me. Eric, you heard me. Byron, you heard me. The keys to success whenever the Bills play is that Josh Allen can't play, you know, gunslinger. And then two... Right, he needs to run. He needs to be able to know he's a he's, he won the last playoff game running. So when they did that 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 dive play to the left, they did a play with the same play during the game and where he pulled it out and ran and swept around. Right, um, um, Josh Allen ran. They never ran that anymore. They stopped running Josh Allen in the fourth quarter. I, I don't understand why would you do that. You know he's an extra running back for you. That's like not, you know, he's not a Lamar Jackson, but he could run at six foot five, 240. Him coming down into the secondary, I don't want to tackle him. I think the coach, they lost that game. That, this is a disaster team. And then the worst part to go wide right. Byron, how many Super Bowls did we win against the Bills? Two. For the Giants. The Giants. One. Yeah. One. Who do we? I played on once. I thought we played them twice. No, I'm pretty positive they lost twice. to the they lost to the, played, the Cowboys twice. When when, Sin, when Sims and Hostetler won the Super Bowl, Denver was the first one. Oh, okay. yeah, Denver, Denver was, was the first the one. Yeah. Okay, so of the four Super Bowl championships that the Bills were in, how many times did they go wide right? <laughs> uh just that one. They would have beat the Giants. That was the that was a Giants game where they they were he missed the field goal and the, and the, and uh, the Giants won. I think I think twenty two twenty. So wide right is like the worst word they could say in Buffalo. So, you know, that guy, all he had to do was tie the game, number one. Number two, then Josh Allen. I disagree with it. Josh Allen was checking down the whole game, making the right play, and then he decides to go for the gusto. He, he could have hit that under under the, the pass underneath, get the, get the field goal a little bit closer, and then take a shot to the end zone. There was no reason for him to try to play Brett Farr and throw that ball deep for the end zone. That that was that was Josh Allen on that play. The other that was were, on Diggs though. Diggs should have caught that. That was a what, that was a sixty-some yard pass, and and he yeah, and he missed it. Diggs, who's supposed to be one of the best wide receivers in the league, caused his team the game. Yeah, but he hasn't. His he fault. wasn't playing. Okay, I'll let you go. 
That's part of it, yes. I don't think it was his fault, but Diggs hasn't been playing Diggs football for the last several games, though. That's true. So, you know, he was, like, on fire in the beginning, and then he hasn't been playing normal Diggs ball, right? But it goes back to why didn't you run more with Josh Allen and get, and Spag shut them down? They were just running down their throats. By, Byron, do you think he should have went? He had a guy open underneath for a first down. He could have hit him. And Chris Jones was coming. You know, got Chris Jones. He's a baller. He's got him coming after you. Why are you going to go and throw the ball 60-something yards in the end zone, even though if he's open? When you didn't need it. A, you, just need a, you just needed a field. Even it. it hit him he, in the hands of the ball. Even though when you're in the end zone. Yeah, but the ball was, throw, was kind of thrown off because he got hit. He didn't throw it with the Josh Allen like the gusto. Josh wasn't able to put everything into that throw. And are you sure it didn't hit his hand back? I'm, you, better I'm need saying, to, you need to go back and look at that. That hit him in his hands. I'm not saying – I think the ones he's talking about Diggs is that 65-yard pass that Diggs yeah, should that's what I'm talking about. No, I'm talking yeah, about the, hit him in the, end, the one in the end zone, the last play in the end zone before the, that he threw that deep ball in the end zone to win the game instead of going for the short pass to set up an easier field goal. Yeah, but he got hit. If people, you know, didn't pay attention, he did. He threw that one. He got hit. That threw By the Chris pass Jones. That guy was open. He, yeah, was he, he was open and he got hit, but there was no reason to go for that. I did, I don't I because I don't you, you're you're playing at home. Home field home team usually has the advantage when it's when you're going into overtime. Okay. So so don't play for overtime, but play safe. He was playing safe all game. Why, when the game is on the line, he decides to be the gunslinger again. Joey? Listen. How you're you're absolutely right. How do you beat Patrick Mahomes, who possibly is the greatest quarterback of all time? He's he's approaching Brady. How do you beat someone by by that? By keeping him on the sideline. You have your long sustained drives where you keep the Chiefs off the field. So you have your nice long drives that eat up the clock. No, but what did Josh Allen do? 65-yard bomb. Even if they made it, they would have gave um, the Chiefs plenty of time to come back down the field. You're absolutely right, Victor. They should have kept small drives, eat up the clock, run, eat up the clock, and then either worst-case scenario, you, you, have, you, have a short, you have a short kick for a field goal to tie the game. Best-case scenario, you drive in for a touchdown to go ahead and give Patrick Mahomes no time. But Byron, why go deep, man? Go deep. <laughs> Hit him in the hand. Who did you pick, Byron? The Bills, of course. Oh, you did pick the Bills. So did I. That's yeah. the only game I lost. I did and, too. And and, and <laughs> I, I, you know, and I'm I'm upset going against Mahomes. Now I'm gonna have a tough time because now I'm nervous. You know, it's like you know, it's like so so so. Look, the one thing they said about Belichick and Brady when they played that you can't make a mistake. You can't make a mistake with these guys. You make a mistake with them, they're going to capitalize on it. Well, when you're playing Mahomes and you're you've never beaten him, you got to play smart. I'm not saying you have to play conservative, but you got to play smart, Josh Allen. Okay, number one. Number two, coaches, they stopped the run. They didn't stop your quarterback. Give Spag a chance to see if they can stop Josh Allen faking the ball, going in, and then running around the corner where he got like 15, 20 yards last time. 
I don't understand why they went away from that. Now you're putting it back into Josh Allen's hands and his head, and he starts getting into the gunslinger mentality where he's mistake prone. You understand? He's he's he, you know you rattle him. He's going to throw an interception. He's going he's going to just make a bad move. He's going to try to fit the ball in a small slot that he can't move. I just think that it was a combination of coaches. I think Josh Allen made. How many interceptions did he have? I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't think he had any. Um, Not this game. He had zero zero interceptions. Um, they had 28 yards in penalties. Okay, he passed total. Look at this. 368 to 361 total yards passing. He had 186 versus 215 on Mahomes. They rushed for 182 yards. You're talking about a well balanced a 186, 182. But that 182 was pretty much a lot in the first quarter and going into the third. Right? The the look at look at look at look at Kansas City. They're deadly. Their yards per play was 7.7 versus 4.7 for the Bills. Okay. Again, they had the ball. <laughs> Listen to this. This this goes to my point from before. They had the ball, the Bills, for 37 minutes versus 22 minutes. That's an entire quarter. And you lose by three points? You they they were getting punched in the mouth by when you have that ball that many times, you're getting punched uh. in the mouth. They ran, they had 78 plays versus 47. You're gonna say that's not being punched in the mouth? Not really, no. <laughs> oh my god okay wait Joe, you gotta help you gotta much. help me out you gotta help me out man they're just running Your time and possession is almost twice as much as the chiefs that's you have, impressive they have you have the ball for you in other words the chiefs only played for three quarters right you did everything with joey said keep Mahomes off the field you kept Mahomes off the field for an entire quarter it was in the last minutes of the game you decided to take a shot. Why? Because the coaches didn't run the ball. You left it in Josh Allen's hands. That's why you're paying him all that money to put it in his hands. That's why to he's lose. getting paid to pay him. Nah, nah, he get paid to lose. He's getting paid all that money to make those plays. And he okay. Diggs dropped one, and then he missed the other one when he got hit. Byron, I'm going to play Byron Jones. How many Super Bowls did he win? Who? Josh Allen. How many? Uh, Super Bowls, Jim Kelly win. Okay, I, why? How do you? Flip, how do you not answer the same questions you asked I'm just, me? I'm just how saying, many Josh? I'm just how many Super Bowls did Jim Kelly make it to? Uh, four. How many he win? How many did he make it to? How many did he win? How many Josh Allen make it to? Four. None. Well, zero for Josh well, Allen. Zero. None. Okay. So, it, what good is it? How many times does he beat Patrick Mahomes? I think it's zero and three or something like that. He's uh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes has been in the AFC Championship his entire career in the NFL. This is his sixth time in the AFC Championship. It's all a set. Only Brady can beat him, huh? What's that? Only only Tom Brady can beat Mahomes. Um, Mahomes is undefeated against everyone else. He's one and one against Joe Burrow, but he's and he was I think what zero and two against Brady or or something like that. But he's. He's in, undefeated against every other quarterback in the playoffs, including a Super Bowl, like twelve and zero or something like that. Including a Super Bowl, Brady beat him in the Super mm -hmm. Bowl. Okay, yeah. So I'm just I'm just disgusted with that game. I mean, look, it goes back to if I showed you that stat sheet, there's no way you would think that the Bills lost that game. Two plays made that game. 
Which two plays? Two and, and, uh, Stephon Diggs and the kicker. Yeah. And, and, no. Then there's three. Oh, the kicker too. Well, all right, then, three. Then, and the, then it's when three. he got hit, when he threw the ball and got hit, that guy was wide open. Cross was coming across. He was open. Byron, I, just, I, I, but that's what I was saying before. Pitches. You're right. He was wide open, but because he got hit, Josh Allen wasn't able to put everything into the ball. Number one. Number two, for that guy to get open, do you agree? At least three to four seconds had to pass because that was a deep ball. It wasn't that long. That was a bang bang. Dude, that was like a three. 40, 50, 60 yard throw. Which one are you talking about? The one that Dig yeah, dropped the, or the, the other one? The one in the end zone. That wasn't that long. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It was, that was a bad throw because he got hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it hit. ended up like 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 on the ground. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. like hit at the, the goal line. It wasn't even close to this guy. Mm-hmm. Right, because okay. right. he got hit. Okay. So but, the guy, but, but the guy was in the end zone, and he was in at least middle of the end zone. Yeah, wide open in the middle by the goalpost. Open. He was open. Okay. If he had been able to step into that pass, he would have hit it. Well, how, how long a pass would that have been? From where he forty uh, yards, third. fifty yards. That was about yeah, forty yards. Yeah, about 40 thirty, yards. forty yards. Okay. So, what's the average 40, uh, 40 time? Four point two, four point three. If you're flying, average. Uh, yeah, if you're flying, yeah. No, for receivers and for D, you know, D, D backs. Uh, most receivers of them have four, for receivers, four, about four, maybe. four, two, four, three. Yeah. Okay. For, for the fast ones. So, do you agree that 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 means he had to hold the ball for at least four seconds? Right. No. Okay. Why? Because I'm just Why? gonna disagree right now. Yeah, but don't disagree to disagree. You got come on, have some logic. Four, four seconds. Four seconds. Four seconds is a long time. A long time. That's a right. long time against Chris Jones. Average, that's why. Okay, that's why here, that I'm, was a bad play. That's my point. It's, if the that, guy no, 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 forty no. yards, he, it would take the guy at least four point something seconds to get to that point in the game. That, that means you have to hold the ball for point. four point something seconds. That uh, means you that, have to no. you have to be that's protected against Chris Jones. Exactly. You shouldn't have thrown that ball. He should have thrown the, the average, ball underneath. The, the average length of time for a lineman to get to a quarterback, and they test this all the time, is between yeah, 1.65 seconds and 1.75. That's the yeah. average for defensive tackle, defensive oh end. Oh, my God. So you you made got my point longer. Uh, <laughs> how? Joey, explain it to him, Byron, because sometimes it gets a little confused. Yeah, I mean, four seconds is a long time. I think what you're saying is instead of instead of waiting for four seconds, wait wait a little bit shorter time so nobody does get hit and throw shorter, throw a better complete, uh, better uh, percentage completion, and and you would have moved the chains. Okay, Byron, where your logic, you're making my point. Strong. I'm not making your point. No way. Yeah, yeah, I know, but but you are. I know because here here comes the logic. Okay, Byron, if it takes. Just let me just even out the numbers. If it takes one on average, one point five seconds for a lineman to get to the quarterback, right? Well, co- no, go ten yards. But go ahead to cover ten yards. To cover ten yards. Okay. Yes. Okay. So let's say it takes one point five seconds to cover ten yards. Let's add another one point five seconds to that, right? To give you time to spin and actually try to get to quarterback. Well, that's like now two at, seconds, right? Oh, so now that's you're like at three seconds. seconds. Right, okay. we just we had three seconds. We just agreed that the average speed of a running of a receiver is maybe four point three, and that's without getting hit. That's without getting touched. That's just running a forty yard straight straight line. Fair statement. You with me, Byron Joey? No. Right. 
Okay? This guy ran down to the middle of the end zone, was getting hit, getting grabbed in the middle of the end zone. That had to take longer than four seconds, which you're giving a guy like Chris Jones time to hit him like he hit him. That's why he couldn't get that pass off and why he should have went to the check down. He went to the check down the entire game except for that play. So to me, it was that play. It was Diggs. It was the field goal kicker. And it was the fact that they stopped running the ball or at least giving Josh Allen the chance to run the ball in the fourth quarter that lost that game. And I'm going to wrap that up there. And he and thought- you're absolutely right about that that coach, that McDermott. They're not going to win anything with that guy. He's a nice coach, but he's not the coach to take him to the Super Bowl. He just he just ain't it. There's something wrong with that dude. You know who they should get? They should get Bill Belichick to, to coach the Bills. Byron said that. Didn't you say that, Byron? Yeah, but that ain't that'll happen. never that'll never happen. That he's 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 so hated there. He's the he's the, uh, the that's he's uh, the evil empire. No, nobody's hated until you win, bro. Trust yeah, me. He, that's go, true. He, he goes there and gets him to listen to me. If Belichick and I was talking about this, and I want to get to the coaching and then move on quickly. But we were I was talking that with somebody about that. If, if Belichick really wants to put himself on the highest level past you know to get the Brady monkey off his back, if he goes to Buffalo. And wins a champ or a Super Bowl, he gets a Super Bowl without Brady. He finally gives Buffalo a Super Bowl championship. He he win, he gets everything. They would love him because that that he, team is a good coach away from being a serious contender. But you don't know which team's going to show up. There's no discipline. You need someone to discipline Josh Allen that's smart enough to control him because Josh Allen is great. There's no question. That guy is a great quarterback. It's just, you know, he at times I think his greatness is his is his Achilles heel. Yeah, but yes, Byron. what happened to Von Miller? Von Miller. Where was he? They that guy's him. disappeared all him. year. He had he, one good play. He played. He's paid a ton of money to put Patrick Mahomes, you know, Mahomes on the ground, and he wasn't. Where was he? The he did nothing time. all year. He made like he made a lot of money and and had very 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 little production. That that was a huge disappointment. Well, both both defense, you know, you know, other than them shutting down the defense, the the thing, you know, they each gave up 20, 20 more than twenty points. They gave up, you know, three hundred, close to three hundred. All both of them over three hundred sixty yards. Um, they gave up. Uh, look at Bills had twenty one, twenty seven first downs to twenty one, right? Which is kind of low for having the ball that many minutes. You know what I mean? Um, the penalties weren't bad. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it was, I don't, I can't, I just, it still startles me. Look at the, the stats I gave you before about the time of possession and the number of plays. And then I give it to you in this game and that game, that team lost. I mean, how do you have a big ball? You have Patrick Mahomes, pretty much Patrick Mahomes gave you one full quarter to try to beat me. Right, because Josh Allen played all four yep. quarters. In fact, he had yep. a free quarter. Okay, and you couldn't beat him. So let, let, I, I, I was uh, not that I wanted the Chiefs to lose. Don't get me wrong, 
but I did. I, I think I wanted the Bills to win more, and I thought the Bills you know, could have pulled that off. And because of all the things we mentioned, that that was just terrible. All right, let's go real quick to the coaching pieces. Uh, I, I just want to go one because it's the Eagles. What do you, and, and Eric left? What do you think about uh, the Dolphins' defensive coordinator go to the Eagles? That, that surprised me, Fangio. Yeah, I guess he wanted to go. He, he's from up here. He's from uh, Dunmore, Pennsylvania. He went to East Route, uh, Stroudsburg University. So he's from, but yeah, he's from up here. So I guess, and that was kind of weird where, you know, he, he leaves Miami and then next, you know, he's got another job like the next I, day practice. I think, I think he wanted to be with his family. I think that was, that was something, something family related. I think that was, you know, he, the, the dolphins and him agreed to part ways. It was, you know, it was, it was just amicable, you know, go go be with your family, that kind of thing. So, I mean, it's just you know, it just it, it it is what it is. I'm wondering if he's a good fit for for the Eagles. I guess is my question. By the way, good anybody's for, a good I, fit. For the I, I had a scholarship to East Strasburg, so I, I got love, nothing but love for East Strasburg. Yeah, yeah. I um, saw it last week when I was up there. You saw what East Strasburg? Right through the yeah through the campus. Yeah, you got to go through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, what was I going to tell you? Uh, what do you think? How do you think he's going to do with Philadelphia? They, you know, because I, I, I got into it with a Philadelphia fan with this. Big fan Joe is a three-four guy. The personnel that you know Philadelphia has right now is a four-three, and yep. I try to tell this guy that you know tackles in a four-three are different than you know when you play the three-four because you know three-four defense you're playing defense and you got to be more of an anchor on the outside you're not rushing the passer you, you you know you are but you're more of an anchor playing at the five technique you know, as far as an end in the three-four defense it's a big difference it's, oh you know we got the kind of, and with the eagles are going to have you know jordan davis is going to be the nose you know fletcher cox is getting up there age is going to be one of the ends now uh brandon graham's going to be you know the other end and, and brandon graham is kind of like on the, the lighter side he's like 250 260 now, if you put them at the five technique, you know, you got the tight end or the tackle coming down. And, you know, he's not a big guy, you know, at all, you know, as far as being the anchor. But, right. you know, I'm sure they'll make it work, you know, with, with the guys that they have. I, I I don't know what the heck the Eagles are, are doing. They fell apart. They crumbled. They Like, I, I don't know. So there's something there's something really wrong with that team. So you notice, you notice Eric, Eric disappeared as we get to the Eagle part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they fell up. They, they were just—they were a bad eleven and one team. I mean, at the end of the day, I kept saying that all year. They're not playing. They're not playing. Oh, maybe they're going to wake up. Maybe they're playing possum. We're hearing. Remember, Byron? No, it's called switch. Turn to switch. They're going to turn to switch. They were playing possum. They were everything in the possible came out. Now, don't get me wrong. They well, the switch talent. broke. Well, the switch never, yeah, never switch. Switch was was taped down, right? It was it was do not turn on. All right, let's keep going. A lot of fillings, okay? Hey, the um, Falcons hired Raheem Morris, defensive coordinator, which is pretty interesting. I'm surprised they hired a defense. Hey, Jim Harbaugh, we knew it was going to the Chargers. I think that's a really good move. I'm happy for Justin Herbert. I'm happy for Jim Harbaugh. I think they're going to be tough with Jim Harbaugh. Um, the the uh, uh, Raheem Morris was the defensive coordinator for the Tampa for the LA Rams, and he was the head coach for Tampa Bay Bucks. The Panthers hired Dave Canales, Latino. He was the Bucks yeah. offensive coordinator. Um, t- the Titans hired Brian Callahan from from the offensive coordinator from the Bengals. Uh, you know who his father is, right? Bill Callahan, yeah. and he's bringing them with him. Oh, really? Yeah, he was because he was he's a great offensive line coach. 
Callahan. He's he's, he's 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 taking him. He's going to be his dad's boss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sure his dad is proud of that. I don't. I'm shoot. And then, hey, I'm very happy for Antonio Pierce, giant. He got the job with the Raiders. I thought that was a good yeah. move. Now, Byron let finally me, made the right move. Byron, let me ask you a question on this because I this I don't know, and it's for our listeners. So, you know, we, we're always talking about, you know, how the quarter, the, the head coaches have to go. So look at two, two uh, uh, minority head coaches were placed, right? One got released and two were placed, right? With uh, Canales right. and, and um, Raheem. Canales and Raheem, right? Um, yeah. But, oh, and no, three, and Antonio Pierce. Right. Right. Um, so my question, though, is when you're an interim head coach, does that alleviate you from having to interview? And no, and 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 Gerard Mayo too, right? So that's four. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I think because you know they're already on the staff. Oh no, I would still I would still interview them. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying what we're doing. My question is, you know how we're always debating about how the art the Rooney Rule doesn't work, you know. So I'm saying to myself, I'm happy Antonio Pierce got the job, but if he if 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 they can work the system by putting someone as interim head coach and then easily give him the job without having it going through the, the Rooney rule interviewing process, then you're just giving the owners an easy pass. of not, you know, yeah, going, giving Tampa everybody. Bay, Tampa Bay did it with our Arians when they gave the job to Todd Bowles. He it just went, here you go. And, yeah. You know, I don't know how, how that works. Coach. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but maybe it's because when you hire with from within, maybe you don't have to do that. I don't know. It's well, like a promotion. Yeah, hold on. My battery's going to die on me. Um, well, we're about to wrap this up now anyways. Um, hold on. Sorry. Oh, but yeah, you guys keep talking, so I don't even see my belly. <laughs> um, well, the big question is what's going to happen with Belichick? Is he even going to have a job? There's only the only other job that he could get is Washington. No, and the and, Panthers. I mean, no, no, Washington and uh, Seahawks. And the Seahawks and, and, and Vrabel's probably going to go to the Seahawks. Or, or uh, Dan Quinn. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, he's like not. Dan Belichick, like, he's getting ready to get uh, uh, blocked out of getting a job. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. that? Nobody's picking up Belichick. And, and you know what? Then he would end up on one of those, like, studio shows. And I tell you what, he would be awesome at those. Because as terrible as he is on those press conferences, when he's in, when he's actually, you know, wanting to talk football, there's no there, – he's the smartest guy there is. He's a historian. He he would be wonderful on one of those studio shows if they put him on. So we well, they got – They say about him all the time that, you know, once he's away from, you know, like you said, the you know, the media and all – they said he's a completely different person. Well, yeah, Stephen A. Smith said that. Stephen A. Smith he goes, he's actually really funny. Like he's, he's a great like, guy. He's he's very he's very yeah. um per, has a great personality. Yeah, and, and, and you know how sometimes people are, are even funnier than like if if somebody else said something because their demeanor that you're used to them being when they say something you're more shocked that they make a joke about something. I could see Belichick being that way. Did you hear his um his Lawrence Taylor story? No. Real quick, I'll tell you, when he was when he was a defensive coordinator of the Giants and Bill Parcells was a coach, and that was in the eighties with uh, with Lawrence Taylor. They're having a defensive meeting, and Lawrence Taylor is like 
five, 10 minutes late. And so Bill Balanchuk's running the meeting. Then he goes to Bill Parcells and says, um, just, you know, FYI, um, Lawrence Taylor was, was late to them. was five, 10 minutes late to me. And Bill Parcells says, why did you start the meeting without him? <laughs> you know, Bar- LT did what he wanted to. Exactly. He's, he drove and on you tolerate and you let him do whatever he wanted. He drove to the practice field on a in a golf cart. <laughs> like he would drive up to the practice field on a golf cart, drive off on a golf cart. Parcells let him loose and it worked. It worked. As long as he showed up on Sunday, that's all that matter. They didn't care what he was doing. They cared that they knew that that was probably the greatest player of all time. Like th- that guy was just Someone, he was the he was unique at its its most uniqueness. Right? I even put him on special teams. <laughs> I like, mean, oh, go. they yeah. were. T- I I love when they do clips of him when they mic'd him up. Man, he was just mean. He kill you. I'm coming after you all day. I'm coming. Come, don't, you can't. Oh my god, he, he would just so talk. All righty, we're gonna be wrapping this up tonight. Joey Bag of Donuts, thank you for joining us. Hey, how can we uh, hear your show? When is it? Tell us a little bit about your show. Um, I am um, Joey Bag of Donuts, um, V instead of an F. I have a show every Monday night. I mostly talk Steelers, kind of a depressing subject right now, but uh, that's that's what I do Mondays at 7. All right. Real quick, I do want to ask a question. I love Tomlin. You know how I feel about Tomlin. Do you think he should have stayed? Yeah, because it, it got really bad. They were seven and seven, I believe, or, or at one point, and he righted the ship and, and they ended up ten and seven. So even at their lowest point, even when things look really bad, he was able to turn them around. He never lost a team. Not like the Eagles. The Eagles just went free falling. Not the, but but Tomlin brought them back. And that's what he is. He's a darn good coach. He he has his flaws, but he is a darn good coach. So as a Steeler fan, okay, so don't get me wrong. I think he's a great coach. I just would have preferred that he stepped away. I don't think he's, you know, I'm. I don't think he's. I'm not. I wasn't insinuating he was deserving of being fired or anything like that at all. And you know, Steelers don't do that. But I wanted him to step away. I don't. He's been want, there 17 years. That's a long time. Yeah, I want him to step away. I think you do, are. You happy with not making it? To deep into the playoffs, not winning a Super Bowl. You don't have a quarterback. You're trying to find them. I just don't want him to end up leaving and end up not ha- and having a losing season, right? It's already so hard. He's did it two years in a row with a 17 game season. You know, that's hard. It was at, at eight and eight, he still doesn't have a losing season. Fair? It's even. It's not a losing season. But with, right. seven, right. with 17, you either you're gonna either have a losing season or you're not gonna have a losing season. Well, unless you tie. That's it. Well, yeah, but you know, you're right. But the you know, let's let's throw that out, right? You're you're risk you're risking the fact, and I just don't want to see that. Anyhow, I just wanted to see how a, a true Steeler fan felt. I love Tomlin. I would like to see him in the booth for a little bit, and then maybe go to another team. You know what I mean? And I want him to leave on his terms. It's just. I just don't want him to have a losing season, and I just don't think he's going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. I don't think you have the pieces yet. You need a quarterback. Now, if he can get his offense going, which it was kind of going, but he needs a quarterback. He keeps going down to three and four string quarterbacks. I mean, he's you know, and, he, and he still wins. 
Look at Belichick without Brady. Look at you know, look now look at Tomlin without Ben Roethlisberger. When you lose your Hall of Fame quarterback, it gets a lot harder to win games and go in the playoffs. So he got to figure that out. And that's that's the big challenge. Yeah. All righty. Well, Joey, you know, welcome. Uh, don't forget to listen to Joey's show every week. Again, when is it, Joey? Mondays at 7. Mondays at 7 p.m. We are here at the Jersey Boy Sports Talk every Thursday. At what time, Byron? 8 p.m. That's it for you. For those of you that can't, 8 p.m. Joey, we really appreciate you joining our show. It's always fun having you on, talking, talking some good football. Um, we got, uh, we got the playoffs come. We got uh, some couple more games coming up, right? So, okay, Byron, let's do do your picks and let's wrap this show up. And don't forget to check in our podcast. By the way, the link to Joey's show will be in the bottom of our, of, of, of our in in our YouTube channel. Um, you also have Gravy Stack, a good educational platform for your kids. Um, we got a commercial for you know valuable assets and my company protecting a legacy wealth for your children's children. We got company. We got coming up. All right, what do we got? Conference championships. Chiefs, Ravens. What do you got, Byron? Ravens. Joey Ravens. <laughs> I I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I, I'm if I'm yeah. for, if I'm if I'm zero for three, it'll be it will be the last time I will ever go. And I said that last time. It'll be the last time I go against. It. I just if the Ravens lose this game, man, you know I I I, I just don't know. I don't know what to say. Anyhow, so I'm going to go the Ravens. All right, 49ers versus the the, the Lions. Um, Joey, Lions. Ooh, Byron, I know who you're picking. You know I'm going to pick Lions. Woo. <laughs> All right. Well, since I ain't going to stick with that, Purdy's not a, a fraud. Uh. I I I'm going to stick with the 49ers. Um. And, um, but I will tell you that it's okay. You know, I don't have no, no, no horse in the, in the race. Right. So, um, if Detroit makes it, I will be ecstatic. I would like to see Detroit in there. I just think that the 49ers, it's going to be tough. They're playing at, at candlestick, right. Or whatever the name of the stadium is. They're Levi playing stadium. at the 49ers. Yeah. They're playing at the 49ers. Now, if Debo's back, different if he's not back i think that's where the, the detroit's got the best chance to win this game i i think detroit's winning they're playing good football their defense is playing a lot better just let's see if they can handle the the, the pressure of this type of game right now that now they're going for three in a row so um but we'll see and, and i'll be happy for the wilson family and the jones family and all the detroit fans out there eminem and everybody um but uh i still think i still think the 49ers is a good Good organization. Shanahan's going to have something wrapped up. We'll go from there. Gentlemen, you have a good night. God bless you and your family. And stay tuned. And by the way, tomorrow, tonight, I have less than three more hours for being 58. Happy birthday. Yeah, well, happy you. birthday, the old guy. Yeah, I just can't believe it, man. Time is, time is flying, man. It's great getting old and it's bad getting older so all right you know, like a day over 57 yeah, thanks. <laughs> i'll take it i wish i could go back a couple years oh, those last two years were tough all right god bless gentlemen have a good night jersey boy sports talk signing out